D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast with your hosts, Karen and Dan. Alrighty, welcome to the D&D Character Lab, a show based around the one thing we as players cannot resist. Compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Every week we're bringing a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content and scoring against our predefined table of criteria. It is then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers to prove to one another that our baby is best. Well, Garen, you sound more robotic than usual. How are you doing today? I was just articulating, Dan, because uh, I'm not making any mistakes going forward. I am in the lead right now. I'm going to continue to keep that up. Thank you for your question, by the way. I'm doing great. Right on. So, uh, we are entering in this week with level 12 max attuned characters. So, they have three attuned items, one rare, one very rare, and one legendary item. Yeah, these are ridiculous overpowered characters. I don't know what you're holding, but I'm just going off what I have. These guys, even at level 12, should not be holding these items, but it was for funsies, and we got to grab some more stuff out of the DM's guide. Yeah, so... uh, What's that look? What's up? Well, I mean, uh, I came in uh, optimized today. Fully optimized? I'm optimizing my guy. I'm down. I have to optimize. You're breaking the rule that we're going to say at the end of the episode? No, no. See, here's the deal. It doesn't have to be optimized. It just has to be fun. This is optimized and fun. So, okay. Yeah. All right, so why don't I introduce first? Yeah, since, and, uh, since you're going to lose, I mean, they might as well get, yeah. Break down that confidence wall you're trying to build yeah, up yeah, between yeah, us yeah. here. Imagine, if you will, a furbolg who spends years communing with nature, trying to find deeper meaning, trying to connect with deities beyond which anything he's ever experienced before. Spending years by himself alone in quiet meditation. One night, maybe there was a lunar eclipse, maybe there's a shooting star. Maybe it was just the perfect evening. He reached that new plane of understanding and his soul, his essence, touched something brand new. Two things, two ancient, older than the world itself gods that were in that very moment when he connected with them, they were communing with each other. It was a romantic moment. Wait a minute, he touched a couple old old guys getting it on or what happened there? If you're gonna put it in such plebeian ways, yes he did. His existence Your backstories are getting so strange. His his existence brought a new life to their union, and he snapped out of it, having just reached these ancient spirits and realized what he brought to the table was so very important, and that he could bring that and lead all the creatures of the world to a new level. So he was looking for a menage a trois with the couple He stumbled couple, upon it. Couple gods. He stumbled upon it, and it was perfect. And he I mean, you're making himself... it sound so romantic and gentle. I mean, it's it's nice. He can only assume from that, and, and then the feeling they gave back to him, this feeling of appreciation for his, for his presence. Is that what you call that? Yes, that he is an aphrodisiac to the universe. What in the world? And this furbog... Why can't all... you just have a normal backstory? What is this? <laughs> and this furbog, as all furbogs give themselves a nickname, now calls himself He Who Exists. Oh. And he is a old one warlock. He's lawful neutral, and he's ready to take home this episode. All right, so now that you creeped out, everyone, <laughs> I hate to tell you, I've got a warlock. You brought a warlock? I brought, I brought a warlock in, so... Two level 12 warlocks? Two level 12 warlocks. All right, no, before you get into it, can I just say, how tough was it building this level 12 warlock? No, they can do a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, I've never gone into those upper levels on these things where you had to have, and I know you did, six invocations. You had to read through all those and pick yeah, six of those. Yep. Well, it's going to cut down some of the time here as we're going to be able to duplicate, I bet. But S- Certainly. So, tell uh, me your backstory. So, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Matt Fields, at Matt Force Fields, I believe is what his Twitter handle is. He introduced me to Fantasy Name Creator, which I will be using from now on. Oh, boy. Because this guy's name is Armnom. Hammerstone. I couldn't. Arm, I couldn't turn arm that numb. down. Arm, 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 arm. I yeah. couldn't turn that down. He actually worked as a as a bounty hunter. Uh huh. He is a hill dwarf. He, you know, was going around get collecting his guys. You know, collecting bad dudes. One day, he got in a rough and tumble little fight with a very, very evasive, sort of translucent looking guy. For whatever reason, he could not get his hands on him. Though he tried to attack and 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 weaken him. He felt as though part of him was dying as he was going after this guy. So part of his part of his parlor tricks here in in his urban bounty hunter ways was he would set up a little card table and gamble with the guys because he knew that these these bad criminals they couldn't resist that. Playing three card bounty out there. A little, little bit of that, maybe a little bit of dragon chess. Never know. You know he's he's proficient in all games, so he is a gamesman. And so he sat down at the table with this guy. Hey man, you know we can't can't quite get our hands on each other, but. You know, let's settle this like men. Let's play a game of dragon chess. That's how we do it. That's how you settle a score. They got to talking, and this undead patron of his made a deal with him and said, I will help you be the most, the stealthiest and best bounty hunter there is out there if you keep me a free man. And he made a pact with that man from that day forward. So he tried to catch him physically. Yes. Failed. So then he asked him to play chess. Yeah. And the guy was like, okay. If, if you lose... You're coming into my custody. Uh-huh. That's how men settle things. Have you been to Farron? That's how we settle things here. And in... I've never been wanted by the law. You're a little bit too uh, lawful good for my for my blood. Oh. So he made this this pact with this undead fellow, and he now helps him on his journeys of catching bad dudes. So just a gentleman's agreement over chess. What a boring backstory. No, no, no. But there's but no, but, but see, no here's the deal. Here's the deal. God, this guy. No, no. This guy is evil, and he's his patron. This was a lawful good urban bounty hunter, but now he is chaotic good. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit unpredictable. Well, evil, but it only brought him down a little bit. Well, he's chaotic. He can't really quite pin him down. He's using the power of the undead, which I always love to do with my characters. I love to harness power of the undead. So. That is Arnom Hammerstone, level 12 warlock, Hill Dwarf. Well, you're so giddy about him. Why don't we get right into the scoring? Take me to melee combat. Plus two. Strength Any of, argument? Strength of 25. Excuse me? Belt of Fire Giant Strength. So the Belt of Fire Giant Strength sets your strength at minimum of 25. Is that correct? That's correct. So Is that as big as that belt gets? Is that, as, is that yeah, the most powerful belt? It is. That's okay. the most powerful belt. Okay. That's like the WWE Championship belt. All right? Oh, gosh. I'd hope it would be that big. Yeah. Is it bedazzled at all? Yeah, it is. Nice. So that that's where we're going to start. Okay. Also has it's a the, good start. Also has the long sword of life stealing. You put everything into his. his no, not everything. Here. Not everything. When you attack a creature with this magic weapon and roll a twenty on the attack roll, the target takes an extra three d six necrotic damage, provided that the target is not a construct or an undead. Then you gain temporary hit points equal to the extra damage dealt. So you can you can reheal an extra 18 maximum temporary hit points with that. That's an easy plus two. No matter what weapon I'm dealing out, I got a plus seven modifier to my strength. I am also proficient with this longsword of life stealing, so that would give me a plus 11 to attack. That's pretty high. 
Yeah. All right. Easy All right. plus two. I, I'll, I'll give you the plus two just because you've obviously uh, completely blown your wad on this. Well, and not to mention, here. not to mention, we're doing a one d eight plus seven damage once that's dealt out. Oh, you think that's a lot? Fifteen damage, but on a crit, we're dealing with thirty three damage. One d eight plus seven was it? Yes, plus eighteen on a crit. Okay. Well, let me talk to you a little bit because he who exists is bearing a staff of striking. It gives him a bonus to hit and to damage. So he has a plus 10 to hit, and it's a 1d8 plus 6. But the Staff of Striking also has 10 charges, and for every charge he expends, he does an additional 1d6 damage. He can expend up to 3. So that would be... Maximum one... of 20 damage. Excuse me? Maximum of 20 damage. Well, it would be 18 plus the 8 plus the 6, so 24, no, 32. 30. Okay. And your maximum was... 33. Oh... Oh, even with that strength, you're hardly uh, hardly edging me out there. So I believe I also deserve a plus two on this as far as uh, violence goes. Well, with only one here's the deal, possible though. damage. I'm going to tell you this much. I don't need any charges. My strength is a plus seven all the time. You give me another two-handed weapon, no problem. I'm doing plus seven damage at all times. That belt ain't going nowhere. And I don't need any charges for it. How often does it recharge? At dawn every day? It does. It gets the 1d6 plus 4, so it can it potentially can recharge fully every day. Potentially. Potentially. You roll a 1, and you get 5 charges. You're at half half mast. <laughs> yeah. I would not blow all my charges in a day. But I see the point you're trying to make here is your damage is guaranteed. Yep. So I'll take the 1. Okay. Moving on. When facing this, uh, this uphill climb here. Ranged. I'm going to make it easy. I have a light crossbow. I'm dealing out 1d6 plus 2. I think that's an easy 0. Uh, well, I'll give you the 0 because I'm in the similar situation, except I have a dex of zero, so I would be 1d6. Right, so you're gonna get a negative one. For, for a plus two? Yeah. For a plus two? Yeah. Yeah, you, think you that have, makes the difference? Ranged, ranged if you have no if dex, anything, if you have no dex, you can't pick up a ranged weapon and do any damage. I have a plus two modifier on my dex, I can pick up any ranged weapon and add a plus two modifier to it. In any other situation, yours alone would be a minus one. Listen. It's only because mine's on the table that yours even look anything good okay you have a minus one it's worse objectively worse <laughs> all right burninating what do you got okay uh i got one thing that i really want to bust out here on you and that's called evard's black tentacles it is a level four Listen, spell i think that they had that going on you know they didn't they, he brought it back with them he brought the black testicles with him <laughs> tentacles oh sorry sorry he brings the tentacles out he creates a 20 foot radius blackness that tentacles come from and they grab you and they get you for 3d6 bludgeoning damage and you're restrained and you got to try and break them or you take 3d6 you take the 3d6 automatically at the beginning of your next turn and then you got to try and break them you got to be a real ball buster to break those too these and it's a dc 17 save that's <laughs> wow yeah okay. that's yeah, pretty they cool got that's, you. that's great control that's 3d6 damage every round automatically okay also cool. got blight you know blight yep a great spell Me and, and i've got eldritch blast as a cantrip i've got sword burst as a cantrip and i've got lightning lure as a cantrip and when i'm using my cantrips to attack i have a plus nine modifier what are you arguing that's a plus two it's a lot of burninating damage okay well i'm going to show you why it's not a plus two. Oh, you got this stupid ass smile on your face i have eldritch blast with agonizing blast which allows me to add my charisma modifier it does 1d10 force damage plus four it's a plus 10 to hit Okay, I do plus mm -hmm. 10 to hit. I have Witch Bolt, 1d12 plus 10 to hit. Vampiric Touch, 3d6 plus 10 to hit. These are all cantrips. Magic Stone, Thunderclap, Hellish Rebuke, which does a maximum 4d10. Cloud of Daggers, which does up to 10d4. Shatter, which does up to 6d8. Uh-huh. That's an easy 
plus two. Oh, and by the way, I just want to throw it out there. I have a spell save DC of 18. How'd you get yours up to an 18? It's we'll called, get there once. It's called uh, not taking feats and doing the ability score modifiers. Oh, you're such a jerk. Yep. All right, and I'm going to serve... This is a great point to mention. All those things you're you're rattling off with the maximum level. If you guys aren't familiar with Warlocks, Warlocks, their spell slots work a little bit differently, and right now both these guys are functioning at level 5 spell slots. So if you use a spell like Shatter, which is I believe is a level 3 spell, you have to cast it as a level 5 spell, which increases the amount of damage. So, yes, that is a plus 2, and I will take my plus 1 then, sure. because yep. you have to agree that my black tentacles are mighty destructive. And distracting. Okay, so I'm going to tell you why I get a plus two in control. Oh, I'm sick of this attitude already. Okay. When am I going to make you roll? I have dream. I'm going to make you roll on this one. No, I don't no, care no. what you're saying. Okay, I have dream, hold monster, create undead, confusion, compulsion, which means on a failed save until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your turns to designate a direction that is horizontal to you. Each affected target must use as much of its movement as possible to move in that direction on its next turn. I also have Misty Step, Undying Nature, which allows at 10th level me to hold my breath indefinitely. I do not require food, water, or sleep, although I still require rest to reduce exhaustion and still benefit from finishing short That doesn't matter. That's, that's not a control thing. Hell yeah, it is. In addition, I age at a slower rate. For every 10 years that pass, my well, body This ages. is a control shush, thing? Shush, shush, shush. My body ages only one year, and I'm immune to being magically aged. I also have the Lucky Feet. So three extra lucky die. Got it. Okay. I also have one with shadows. When I don't move in darkness, I can choose to be invisible. And then I also have ghostly gaze, which you guys can correct me if I'm wrong on Twitter, but probably I are. believe this. Nope. Not nah, probably not. I believe it allows me to see through stuff. That would be more clairvoyance. No, no. It, it's control. I'm sorry. You, you're, you're pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> Plus two. That's a lot. Well, first of all, you're going to roll. But second, I want to tell you about, and now you you obviously know this, that at level 11, you're allowed <coughs> to take one six-level spell. Yep. And the one I took is Eye Bite. If you didn't take Eye Bite, you messed this up. Because Eye Bite is fantastic. Once I use it, my eyes become black portals of, of just milky black milk. Black milk. Swirling black milk. Is they Are they from the tentacles, the black milk? No, different milk. Okay, go. Yeah, okay, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I direct it, and they have to do a save, DC 17. And they will either fall asleep, become panicked, or become sickened. If they become panicked, they must dash away from me every time on their turn. If they become sickened, they have a disadvantage on all attacks and ability checks. Okay. I also have Hidden Step, which allows me to turn invisible as a bonus action until my next turn. And I have Dominate Beast and Dominate Person. All right. So if you want me to go into it, Dream allows me to control someone's dreams. I know Dream. Okay. And I chose not to take it because it's inferior to iBite. Okay. Why are you controlling somebody's dreams in the middle of a battle? You can't put them to sleep. I can put them to sleep. And we're no, not on the same no, no, team. No, 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 no. This is control of any situation in and out of combat. So you can bring... You're always you can bring the your, rules on you this. Can, you can always bring your battle combat in, in whatever, your battle control. But this is uh, this is overall control of the situation. Yeah, I get it. You're, in, <laughs> you're incepting them. Leo, baby. And it's going to be just as disappointing for you. They're going to wake up and be like, I'm, 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 I'm hungry. Brom. I, I dreamt of burgers. Okay. I'm getting a plus two. I am too. So roll. Okay. Yeah. What's your modifier? Oh, yeah. all of the modifiers, baby. I got. I have a plus four to charisma. That's a twenty. Uh, uh, it's a sixteen roll plus four. All right. I get that all plus right. two. You, however, are going to roll. On You're making season. me roll as well. Yeah. So you can go ahead and. I have a plus three to charisma. All right. Need an eighteen. I don't need an eighteen. I need a. Well, you need eighteen total. So you need a fifteen. I need seventeen total. Is it DC 17? Are you forgetting our rules? Yeah. It just... oh, ah! doesn't matter. You used up the good roll. Woohoo! 
He rolled a seven, folks. All he got right. a ten total. This All is right. not going well. Nope, sure isn't. So, what do you have for tankiness? Meat shield. I got a couple cool things. Entropic Ward. Now, that is a trait of my old one, Warlock, where as a reaction, I can give disadvantage on the attack. If that attack then misses, I get advantage on my next attack. Once per short rest thing. But I also have Armor of Agathus. Did you use that one? Nope. Great, great spell. I've, ex I've it, explained it in previous episodes. But when you cast it as a fifth level spell, that's 25 bonus temporary hit points. And it deals 25 cold damage if anyone hits me with a melee attack. I've got a 15 AC, 105 hit points. and I would just keep stacking hit points every time I use my, my sword, so it's all good. Gaseous form. Gaseous form? Uh-huh. Careful, bro. I all can right. move in and What are you arguing? What is it? Plus two. No. So we're going to tell you why not. So I have Pact of the Blade. I have resistance to all non-magical attacks and damage. That's part of Pact of the Blade? Show sure it. I don't believe that's true. Okay. Long Sword of Life Stealing allows for temporary hit points equal to the extra damage dealt to be regained on an attack. So up to 18 points every crit. I have the Robe of the Arc Magi. My friend, I have... I do too. Oh. That's the best legendary well, in there for us. It is, yeah. AC of 17. It's an AC of 15. Nope, AC 17 because it's... I, I, it, you get your, uh, your dex oh, Plus your dex. Yep. Oh yeah, by the way, I have... Terrible decks. Yeah, so I have a 17, you have a 15, so we're just going to go off that. I have Defied Death. Starting at the 6th level, I can give myself Vitality when I cheat death or when I help somebody else cheat it. You can regain hit points equal to 1d8 plus your Constitution modifier when you succeed on a death saving throw or when you stabilize a creature with Spare the Dying. I also have Blade Ward. Why do you even need Blade Ward if you have... It don't matter, baby. You, you double just, disadvantage. Double disadvantage. It's not double disadvantage. Sure it is. It's not double resistance. It's not double, double resistance. It's not double resistance. Double resistance. You can't baby. stack those resistances. Jeremy Crawford, ha holler at your boy. Jeremy Crawford is not listening. <laughs> although I wish he was. <laughs> Anyways, easy plus two based off the AC alone. Where are you, you know at? It's your, Where are it's you your, at? It's your attitude. I don't care. Where are you at? We're supposed to be. We're supposed to be creating characters. You yeah, come in. I with came this, in with a great character. Oh, this guy. This freaking guy. All right. You write it down. So that's a plus two all around? <laughs> no. You get a one. I'm only not look. I, I made a great character, and it's only not looking <laughs> great because you made this ridiculous character. I am not winning this match. All right. Okay. What do you got? Ally assist. Why don't Watch, you go here first? Here we go. Here we go. Now, <laughs> why don't you go first so you I can just stop want everyone, saying I just want everybody. I just want everybody to pay attention here that everything from here on out is going to be a plus two no matter how ridiculous because this is how he plays the game he's keeping score and he sees what he needs to make up for it and it's everything's gonna be a plus two i'm arguing a zero on ally assist okay oh not a friend not a friend and uh not a here either this is over <laughs> i have spare the dying and defy death which allows me to as i stated give 1d8 uh when i defy death or succeed on a save or give uh, give the spirit of the dying spell. Okay, that's so, it. Yeah, zero. That's a minus one. No, that's like nothing. Are you kidding? Especially I can, to the... I can pretty much save people from dying. Well, spare it's a cantrip. Spare the dying. I mean, yeah, but with with defy death, I not only spare them from dying, I give them eight temporary hit points. Yeah, but it's so circumstantial. They if they're on their feet and they're not doing well, then that's not a really a good thing. And you got to use your whole action to do spare the dying. Come on. That is not very helpful. This is stacked. Spare the dying and defy death. If somebody dies, I stabilize them and give them eight health points. That's a, that's a minus one. Be yeah. honest with yourself. I am being honest. That's so circumstantial. 
people dying in battle is circumstantial. It happens yes, it, every single game. Not no. Okay, it does. But <laughs> look, you got to be honest with yourself. This is not that great. It, it's it's one it's thing. Zero. It's one thing. It's no, it's not. It's one. It's one. It's one double thing. No, defy. No, that's it's stacked. I can stabilize somebody and give them health points. You're just, you're just you're just trying to ride high on this, all right? A zero is riding high. Yeah, you're, you're just trying to get all. You're the highfalutin. Points. There's no way I'm winning this match, but you're highfalutin on your zero. You get a minus one. All right, fine. I'll take the minus one. I, you know. What are you arguing? I took the inspiring leader feat uh -huh. because I see myself as an aphrodisiac to the universe that I can help everybody. So if I give a ten minute speech before uh, at any moment. Excuse me. Well, yeah, it's got to happen before a combat, but a 10-minute speech. A 10-minute speech. Yes, uh -huh. which I would do right now, but, you know, time is an issue. 15 temporary hit points. 10-minute speech. Yes, and I can do that once per short Completely rest. irrelevant. Keep going. That's a feat. That's a feat you're insulting right I now, I know Mr. it's a feat, and it's 10 minutes of speech that you don't have in battle. By the way, by the way, that would be 600 rounds. Well, I wouldn't do it in combat. We know we're going to go into a combat. I give an inspiring speech. I'm sorry. That would be 100 rounds. I also have awakened mind. That's the reason I'm not speak, keeping score. I can speak telepathically with my friends. So that's good for my friends. And I took the Pact of the Chain. So I have a familiar, which I usually bring out as a pseudo dragon, who has an AC of 13 and an HP of 7 with magical resistance. And it can sting, which can poison enemies. Doesn't so, help your friends. So Yeah, I know it does because I just use him as a meat shield like you did with your, your Swamp Wolf. That wasn't under ally assist. I didn't bring Swamp No, I'm using it as under ally assist. Yeah, that's... He's no, my little, he's I'm, my little I'm meat glad. shield. So you have one thing. I have three things no. that are amazing. So you can speak telepathically to your to And your I ally. have an inspiring leader. Yeah, it's inspiring leader. Of, don't poo-poo my feet. It, the, the feet is awful. You gave a 10-minute speech. Like, you're going to give a stump speech Plus out one. there in the battle. Absolutely not. No, you have one thing, and I'm going to give you that pseudo-dragon. You get a minus one. Zero. No. Plus one. No, what is this? No, you have one thing. Speaking telepathically is is moronic and dumb. It doesn't help anybody. You out. would be. You would, your mind would be blown is, if I spoke telepathically right it now. That is control. Control. You're speaking to me telepathically. No. M no. Zero. You're getting minus one. Zero. You have one thing. No, I actually can stabilize my friends. Yeah, you write it down. No one cares about your friends. All right, balance. I'm arguing a plus two. Strength of 25. Dex of 14. Constitution of 14. Intelligence of 10. Wisdom of 10. Charisma of 19. Proficient in stealth. Persuasion, investigation, and intimidation. And also, my charisma, spell spell save DC is 18 plus 8 on a spell, spell attack. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's an optimized character that is plus 2. Alright, I wrote a plus 1 and I will stick with that. I have a strength of 16, a dex of 10, a con of 12. Wait, what was your strength? I'm sorry, what was it? 16. Oh, I was, mine was 25, yours is 16. This isn't a strength combat. Let me finish. Let me strong arm Intelligence you of, of 12. Wisdom of 14, Charisma of 16. I'm proficient in six things, including Arcana History, Nature, Deception, Intimidation, and Persuasion. No, there's no, there's another one. Losing. And... He's bright red. Guys, he's bright red. That's because red. it's sweaty in the lab today. <laughs> Don't laugh too much. You're wearing my shorts. That's a plus one. You know, and, and looking at this, I, I don't remember the math, but I feel like I might have forgotten to do one of my abilities for <laughs> So, yeah, you'll get a plus one. Cause, Thank you. I mean, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Let me start on Smooth Operator, because this is where it gets good. I have got Otherworldly Leap. I can cast Jump at Will. I have Whispers of the Grave. I can talk to dead people. I have Eyes of the Runekeeper. I can read anything. 
I have voice of the chain master, which means I can communicate vocally through my pseudo my pseudo dragon, my familiar, and it can go anywhere, and I'm still within communication of it, still telepathically. I see what it sees, everything. So it is my operator at all times, and it can also be little things like a sparrow or whatever, you know, a rat, a cat. I don't care. Also, I can. Fly. You don't care what your familiar is. I don't care. All right. Also, I can fly. I got I got flying boots. Where where? I bought I got flying boots. One of my items, flying boots. It's an uncommon item. I actually downgraded myself in, from where rare. Where is that control? Winged boots. It's where smooth is, operator. Why is that not in control? Because I can fly. In control, I did very well with a plus. I, I deserve a plus two in smooth well, operator. Well, you rolled. Yeah, blame that on your roll. Oh, you can fly. Like, you brought that out of nowhere. Are you arguing? Plus two. Yeah, I mean, you can fly. So I can yeah. fly. Yeah. For four hours. But, but then, then it recharges. Then, okay, okay. It needs 12 hours to recharge two hours. It's a long, complicated math. Basically, you, I'm not flying all day every day. Are you, are you fleecing me? I'm not flying all day every day. But I got some flight. And who needs to fly how, for more how, than four hours How high a day? can you fly? You know, can, blah, There's blah. no limit on that in the you, text. You can fly as high as you want? Well, eventually, I'm, I'm sure the uh, the atmosphere would be my villain. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, take the plus two. I'm also arguing a plus two. I have a charisma of 19. I have plus six in stealth, plus eight in persuasion, plus four in performance. I have dream, compulsion, and confusion. Okay. Yeah, you're using your ability scores there. You had a plus eight in performance? Plus eight in persuasion. Not really persuading me here. Plus two. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I can't fly, but I had more valid points than you did. Yeah, but when compared to me, you can't fly. So maybe you deserve a plus one. No, sir. That's that, a plus two. Mine are actually valid. You deserve a plus one. No, no. I don't think All so. All right. I will go off of uh, fire breathing. What do we call this section? Oh, my gosh. You're the worst at this show. What is it? Spitting fire. Spitting fire. That's spitting. the aggressive charisma. Yeah, so I'm going to pretend like I knew that. I'm going off spitting fire. All right? I'm going uh, plus two, plus eight, two intimidation checks. I wrote down fucking strong. <laughs> I have create undead. That's a good argument. I have create undead. I also have fear, which uh, I project a phantasmal image of a creature's worst fears. Each creature within a 30-foot cone must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or drop whatever it's holding, mm -hmm. which is pretty good control, uh, and become frightened for the duration. And I also have cloak of flies. What it, is that? It's exactly what it sounds like, dude. <laughs> what does it do? Uh, it basically just makes people really scared of you because you have a bunch of flies around you gross plus two easy plus eight intimidation cloak of flies come on you that's one of your items is just a cloak of flies no it's a spell you dip <laughs> all right so that that's disgusting yeah. and uh just because you wrote the um fucking strong yes you can have it all right <laughs> so i am gonna arg also argue a plus two because nothing matters at this point <laughs> i have dominate beast or dominate person i have telekinesis which i can also move people with my mind and i have hallucinatory terrain so if something's not what, going what my is, way what is the limit on telekinesis they have to make a save and if they don't i can throw them or Do i can they, move can they them. be larger than you a creature larger than you i believe it is large or smaller one, large size one. or less oh okay gotcha and i have hallucinatory terrain where if something's not going my way, I can make them believe that they are somewhere completely else, which really would just throw shit out of whack, and then I can kind of get what I need done. That's pretty cool. That's a that's a fun spell. That's like a level two spell, and uh, of course they can try and save against it, but you know, my spell save, DC 17, is pretty pretty great. So I think I deserve a plus two. Don't argue, just let me have yeah, it. Yeah, you can just have, let it. Me have yeah, it, dignity's sake. All right, so I want to talk to you about the X-Factor before we get to the score here, which is... Rough. Fun warlocks. I really enjoyed making a high-level warlock Same here. this week. Talk about a class that gets a lot more fun with the upper Have levels. we talked about this enough on the show that I have come around on warlocks so same, hard? Same, dude. Same. I didn't get them. I didn't like them before the show. 
and I probably never would have played one. Now I really want to play a warlock. And my guy, he's the aphrodisiac to the universe. He connected. He. I mean, you keep saying it, but it doesn't. It doesn't sell anybody on he, it. He spooned these two old gods. He was the little spoon, actually, because they're so old and they're big and just they wrapped all the way around him. Big black so tentacles it's like around a, him. Just yeah. a like a big ladle, and he's just a tiny little teaspoon right in there. This is troubling. That's your X factor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna stop it. Right so there. guys, uh, if you want to play that. Uh, ugh. So my X Factor is Urban Bounty Hunter that made a made a pact with uh, Undead Dude. So eloquent. Yeah. So great. Come on. Your X Factor is Arm Numb. Yeah. Eat it up, baby. What's the score? Thirteen to seven. Thirteen to seven, and that's with your like pity plus twos. I thought I would have blown you away you, today. No, it's not. It's plus two. I only got one plus two today. Yeah, and that really didn't need to happen. You you came in so stacked. I'll see you for the next episode. Oh, so, what monster. is the next episode? We're jumping into our Xanathar's episodes. We're going to do three episodes all about Xanathar. We're going to do subclasses. We're going to use the background in a later episode. We've got uh, a lot planned for you guys. We're very excited. And we are going to roll now to find out what level our first Xanathar character will be. Level 8. I am very, very excited to get my Xanathar's on. I've been looking forward to this. I think we pre-ordered this together uh, we did. in like June or something, so I'm very excited. Before this was even a show, yeah. we knew we were getting Xanathar's as soon as we could. It's we... still not really a show. It's more just you and I sitting in a, your master closet. You just pulled back the curtain on that. <laughs> hey, Twitter poll. Is this a show? Let's find out. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, we love all of you. Uh, we got some great people who have been interacting with us on the regular. Join us on our Discord. Check out our website. Check out our t-shirts. I'm Garen. And I'm Dan. And just remember, it doesn't have to be optimized. Does it? Well, I mean, it can be optimized and fun as well. But it doesn't have to be optimized. Just has to be fun. Have a great week, guys. has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab. Or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app.